Hey Cardinals, my name is Ruby Fernandez. My name is Alyssa Madrigal. And we're going to be discussing women in power. The prompt we selected was, between 1450 and the 1800s, many women gained power as rulers, some as reigning queens, others as regents. Identify two such powerful women and discuss how issues of gender, such as marriage and reproduction, influence their ability to obtain and exercise power. There are many things that come to mind when we think of power. Power can mean wealth, strength, sovereignty, etc. Women are usually looked upon as inferior. When a woman finally gains somewhat of a sovereignty, she is judged and condemned by everyone. Gender discrimination was not only a problem in Europe, but globally as well. Two main contributing factors regarding women and their power is marriage and reproduction. Catherine of Aragon's conflict dealt with her inability of conceiving her husband's deeply desired male heir and Mary Antoinette was defined as the reason behind France's problems. These inspirational women could have achieved their goals if it wasn't for their massive opposing forces discriminating their capabilities. In the medieval times, women didn't have the ideal type of power. The women we chose specifically had value to their kingdoms, essentially because of their husbands and what was expected of them. Catherine of Aragon had a short single life. She was the daughter of Isabella I of Castile and Fernandon II of Aragon. She was betrothed to Arthur, Prince of Wales, heir apparent to the English throne. An heir apparent was a person who is first in line of succession and cannot be displaced from inheriting by the birth of another person. They married in 1501, but Arthur unfortunately dies in a hunting accident five months later. In 1507, she held the position of ambassador of Aragonese crown to England, being the first female ambassador in European history. Catherine of Aragon was essentially the focal point of the English Reformation. Her significance dealt with her inability to conceive a male heir. Um, subsequently, Henry and Catherine married in 1509. The only time Catherine had power over England was when she served as a regent while Henry was in France. During this time, English won the Battle of Flodden. Afterwards, Henry VIII reigned over England, Catherine simply being the Queen of England. The only importance of Catherine to Henry was solely conceiving that male heir of his. Unsatisfied that she produced no surviving sons, only a daughter, the future Mary I of England, Henry VIII demanded a divorce, also because he was already having an affair with another lady-in-waiting, Anne Boleyn. Since divorce, she was against, since divorce was against Catholic marriage's rules, Henry VIII told the church their marriage was against the rules in the first place because, according to one of God's laws, a man cannot marry his brother's widow. After a long and dreadful fight against the entire Catholic church and her husband, there was an annulment of their marriage, causing a schism in the church. She was greatly admired and sympathized for the conflicts she had to overcome because of her inability to have Henry's son. Even one of her biggest enemies, Thomas Cromwell, understood her unfortunate situation. He said, if not for her sex, she could have defied all heroes of history. Going back to this idea that women had unequal opportunity to obtain power, some of us don't see reproduction as a sign of power. However, in this case, this could have been one of the most powerful heirs of her time. Marie Antonia Josepha Johanna, otherwise known as Marie Antoinette, married the future King of France, Louis XVI, at age 15. When she married Louis, 
their royal families had wanted a public wedding, so they invited more than 5,000 people. This was one of the first times that Marie had actually been in the public eye being in line for Queen of France. Despite her young age, she was starting to become hated and blamed for all of France's problems. In addition, she was also a target for cartoonists and pamphleteers at the time who labeled her as an Austrian whore. In June of 1791, the king and queen had headed to the Austrian border, where rumor has it that Marie had her brother, the Holy Roman Emperor, ready to invade France and overthrow the revolutionary government so that the power of the monarchy and the nobility could be restored. This led to Marie not only being labeled as a foreigner, but also as a traitor. Soon, in the winter of 1792, Marie's husband was sent to trial for treason, and in January of next year, he was executed. Six months after that, Marie lost custody of her little boy because he was forced to accuse his mother of incest and sexual abuse before a revolutionary tribunal. Just like her husband, Marie was convicted of treason and sent to execution soon. Queen Marie was a victim of sexism and bullying because of the time period she was queen in. Marie was harassed because of her gender and power in that day and age. Louis XVI had given her orders to do what he was unable to at certain times, and for that, she was hated. Another responsibility given to Marie as a queen was having a male heir, much like that of Catherine of Aragon, but she could also not birth a male. This could have been another cause of the hate because being a woman in the 1700s meant that you were meant to give male heirs. Many sources state that despite the bad that historians usually state about Marie Antoinette, these people are tone-deaf, disloyal, out-of-touch, and last but not least, self-interested. Ever since the Middle Ages, women have been identified as housemaids and meant for giving birth. Because of what the women were identified for, they began to be thought of as property and being of inferiority. Now add on being a queen or a woman in power. This adds onto the stress of being a woman, especially being in the public eye. Two prime examples of the situation were the women discussed, Catherine of Aragon and Marie Antoinette. From the time they gained public interest due to their social status, they both had gained rumors and hate, although for different reasons, it leads back to the same idea. Some may say that the women of this time had power through marital status, but this was the complete opposite. Leading back to the thesis, the opposing forces stopped these women from achieving their goals in life. All in all, women should be given equal right as men, even if society was male-dominant. This had limited the education and rights of Catherine of Aragon and Marie Antoinette specifically, who lacked their justice. Nobody should be isolated enough to not pursue their happiness, regardless of their individual idea of happiness. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us on our podcast.